Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Shop in store or online. Now, men's, you're going to uh, talk about a couple of teams every week until the start of the AFL season. Last week, you spoke about Brisbane and Carlton. And if you missed that, you can check out the podcast. Tonight, you got Collingwood and Essendon. Let's go with Collingwood first. Yeah, let's start with Collingwood first. I'm really looking forward to this segment every week. I got some good feedback last week on the Lions and how Joe Danaher might fare. But let's jump into Collingwood. For the Collingwood fans out there, so close to making a grand final last year. An incredible year under Craig McRae. And it just it showed how much the players uh, were, I guess, re-energised and Played with that freedom and they showed it against Sydney in the prelim where they nearly come from nowhere to win and make the grand final. So I want to start on their additions. They brought in Tom Mitchell, Dan McStay, Bobby Hill and Billy Frampton. There's four nice pickups there that they fill a need for that team and I think that all of them will play roles throughout the year. A massive loss with Brody Grundy and I'll touch on that in a, in a little bit. And Ollie Henry is the other one, which could be a very good player, who went to Geelong. So if we start with the pies and we start with their strengths, for mine, it's their medium-sized role players. So how about these guys, Bonds? Braden Maynard, Jack Crisp, uh, you got Josh and Nick Dacos, Jordan DeGoey, Jamie Elliott, Jack Ginnivan, and Scott Pendlebury are probably their best players. Yes, and agree with that. So to me, their team is really well-balanced. They don't rely as much on their key players. They're more about their medium-sized players. And they have that no-fear approach to their game, which we saw last year. They come up against any opposition. They can win from anywhere. And that belief will help them going into this season. The weakness weaknesses for mine, and I said about this just before about him leaving with Brody Grundy going to Melbourne, the ruck position. Now, they got away with it last year. And I think that the fact that Grundy got injured mid-season or towards the start of the year, teams weren't really equipped with what they were going to come up against and maybe didn't respect uh, Cameron and Cox in the ruck. But for mine, you can get away with it throughout the season if it happens. It's once you then get to a following season, it makes it difficult. And Brody Grundy, let's not forget, he dominated the competition for about six years there with Max Gorn. Correct. He's now playing with Max Gorn. Uh, for mine, they need Darcy Cameron and Mason Cox or whoever else it is in the ruck to not just play okay, they need to perform. And that, for mine, is their weakness in their team. The pressure gauge is minor after last season. After what Craig McRae brought in his first year at the helm, the pressure in 2023 for mine is off. And it might mean that the players can play like they did last year. And so there's going to be much more pressure on other teams because I still think they have time, Collingwood, to be able to perform and win that grand final, whether it be 2023 or in the years to come. So if we move from there, let's have a look at the players that need to perform. And for me, there's two barometers in this team. If they are to contend, Jordan Dugowie is absolutely the barometer of this side. He must play well if they're to contend. And the other one who I think can come in and set their team up is Dan McStay. If he comes in and he is a target for them down the line with the likes of Jamie Elliott, Jack Ginevan, what it does, Dugowie, when he goes down there, I think it sets him up really well. And so agree or disagree, Bonds, Dugowie and McStay are two of their most important players. Absolutely. Um, I... I think that also releases some pressure off Brody Mychek 
he's beat up every year, and by the end of the season, it's pretty hard. But if you've got McStay up there, I think that adds another bow, um, another string to their bow. Absolutely. Uh, little concern, do you think uh, Pendlebury and Sidebottom, another year older, does that come into your thoughts? It definitely does, and, uh, and I will touch on that in a second when I get to the premiership window. Now, the most improved for mine, uh, Jack Ginevan. Uh, so... He's going into his second season now. Kick, sorry, he's going into his third season. He kicked yes. 40 goals in his second year. And his first, his first full season at AFL level last year was very similar to that of Jaden Stevenson in his first year at the Pies where he kicked 38 goals. So the question mark for me is, can he continue his development and ascend into an extremely good player in the competition? I think he can, and I think he'll be the most improved for them again next year. The best and fairest, I'm going to say Darcy Moore. I think he, uh, with that team, he compliments them. He comes off really well and he's very important for them. We touched on the premiership window. I've got them at 9 o'clock. I don't have them at 10, 11 or 12. I don't have them completely ready. Now, a point of that is they've still got those young guns that I've talked about. Uh, you've got Kruger's played seven games, Carmichael seven, Ash Johnson's played nine, Frampton 24, Nick Dacos 25, Ginevan only 28. Murphy, 33, Bobby Hill, 41, Dusty Cameron, 53. So there's a lot of guys that still have some good yes. footy ahead of them. Uh, however, as you touched on, Scott Pendlebury is now 35 years of age, still side bottoms coming to the end. He's 32 and played 289 games. So it'll be interesting to see how they complement each other, the youth and the experience. Now, where I have them finishing on the ladder is I have them finishing eighth in 2023. Now, that might be low for Collingwood fans, and I understand that. However, they won nine games by under 10 points last season. They are not going to do that this year. That is almost impossible what they did last year. Those results will not go that same way. They're going to lose a few of those closer games. And that's why I've got them just dropping a little bit down the ladder. I've got them finishing in eighth position on the table. The other thing that worries me is their start to the season. They play Geelong away. They play Port Adelaide at home. They play Richmond at home and Brisbane away. They could easily be 0-4. Am I wrong, Bond? No, you're 100% correct. They, it's, a, it's a tough start for Collingwood, absolutely. I, I love that analysis, the fact that they won some close games. Does that happen again? The, the ruck is really interesting to me. I, I, I think how that turns out, whether those guys can carry the ruck duties or whether and, – and teams, as you said, McRae come in, new, it's a whole new look. Yep. But people have seen that for 12 months now. So – other coaches will will just maybe it'll be a bit tougher for them. Yeah, to win, they'll work I a think. few things out, and yeah. players are re-energized when they get a new coach. Uh, 